Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back to the next edition of our big broadcast here. We have got a great guest joining us today here on Skype Audio. And uh, we, from time to time, let the guests do their own introduction. Just in case I miss anything, go ahead and jump in there, my friend. Give us a brief introduction on yourself. Good afternoon. This is Rob Spaulding. I'm a retired Air Force Brigadier General, uh, 27 years in the Air Force, uh, B-2 pilot, but the uh, last six years have been focused on uh, the U.S.-China competition uh, and uh, all the elements of how the Chinese Communist is globalization and the Internet to undermine our society. I finished up at the White House as a Senior Director for Strategy at the National Security Council where I was a chief architect for strategic competition uh, in drafting the national security strategy and a lot of the strategy that we're using today to defend ourselves against the Chinese Communist Party. I just uh, recently finished writing a book called Stealth War, uh, how America, how China took over while America's elite slept. It's gonna be out in one October and it talks, it'll tell you everything you need to know about how the Chinese Communist Party is trying to take over uh, democracy. Fantastic. Now, uh, with this book, um, tell us about the writing process for this book. Well, the writing process uh, was actually uh, quite enjoyable. I had a uh, co-author on the book uh, where essentially I walked him through everything I'd learned over the last five or six years. Of course, most of my conversation, hundreds of conversations, and thousands of pages of reading, a lot of it was confidential because the companies that were involved didn't want to expose um, themselves to media concerns out of concerns for their stock price valuation or out of concerns that the Chinese Communist Party might punish them. And so uh, a lot of it uh, is um, a lot of the, 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 the folks that were in this book the companies, the people were in this book, their names aren't revealed. Some of the people that have had challenges in these areas were interviewed for the book. And so it was a, it was a collaborative process, and, and I think we've uh, turned out a really well-written, and I think it'll be an enjoy, a joy to read. We have got a great guest with us today. He joins us live here in our big broadcast, coast to coast and border to border on Build, Grow, and Enjoy, the BGE Radio Network out of Atlanta, GA. And uh, Rob Spalding with us today. Stealth War is the latest from him. Now, um, this book is incredibly well written. Uh, Tell me a little bit about some of the different feedback you've gotten in the book so far. Just advanced feedback you've gotten from folks. Actually, um, the it's a, it's a, the way I chose to go about writing this book. Um, you know, I have, a, I have a PhD in economics. I didn't think American people would want to hear, uh, you know, the technical side of these uh, arguments. And so, what we tried to do is make this really um, accessible to anybody that that essentially works for a living, so they could understand what was going on in their country 
while they were, you know, busy trying to make a living. And so uh, what I've heard so far is that the, is the book is a joy to read. I think the other thing that, uh, that we tried to capture in the book and, uh, and that is captured in our national security strategy is what does America need to do about it? You know, we talk about how we re, uh, essentially restore the industrial base in America, how we rebuild our infrastructure, how we reinvest in our children, and how we invest in research and development going forward. And so it wasn't just about how do we defend ourselves uh, from the Chinese Communist Party and other totalitarians. It's really about how we grow America to be the country we want in a world where technology is fast, supplanting the ability of our laws and, uh, and our um, federal government to protect us. We have got a great guest with us today. Stealth War is the latest from our guest today, Robert Spaulding, here on Build, Grow, and Enjoy. Now, this book, as I mentioned, uh, you've put a lot of time and effort into this. Uh, what were some of the, the goals for the book? Well, really the goal for, for me was, uh, and this, this is why, the reason I got out of the Air Force is I needed to let the American people know what was going on because essentially what's happened is a lot of our elites, whether they be in academia or politics or Wall Street or corporate America uh, or major law firms or PR firms, they've allied themselves with the Chinese Communist Party, not because they're bad people or they're traitors, but because the, the model, the model of governance that we adopted, this idea that open markets lead to wealth and wealth leads to democracy meant that you know, our foreign policy just became about how do we open the country because we believed if we opened up the country that other countries, as they grew in wealth like America did, that they would democratize. Well, we didn't realize that there were totalitarian regimes out there that, that were bent on not democratizing, and furthermore, they were bent on suppressing our freedoms. And so it was really, um, you know, about how do we how do we take that and we, um, how do I take that message to the American people in a way that they can understand, you know, everything that I've seen, you know, I was, I was trained to uh, fight uh, in the B2, you know, to take apart societies on behalf of America. What I saw happening was that the Chinese Communist Party was using finance, economics, and the internet to do the same thing that I was trained to do with bombs, except with data and, and, and finance and, and money. And so it's about ones and zeros and dollars and cents, not about bombs and bullets in the 21st century. And the more uh, that our technology advances, particularly as we move into 5G, the more capable the Chinese Communist Party will be in suppressing our freedoms and essentially changing the character of American civilization. We have got Robert Spaulding with us today. Stealth War, How China Took Over While America's Elite Slept. And uh, Robert Spaulding with us today. He is a U.S. Air Force retired Brigadier General, and uh, we thank him for his service this week here on Build, Grow, and Enjoy. Now, uh, a, a lot of folks... They, they bring up the fact that in uh, when, when Bill Clinton was in the White House, he sold a lot of military secrets and gave a lot of military secrets to, to China and a lot of uh, different things. Uh, does that have an impact on this at all? Oh, certainly. You know, for instance, Boeing and Hughes Aircraft were fined $32 million for helping China figure out what went wrong with a commercial satellite launch. Well, in just that help alone, they helped China get an ICBM that they could then use to point at America. Uh, when I was living in China in 2017 as a defense attache, the senior defense official in Beijing, 
we had in, in, in China a hypersonics conference where NASA scientists were in China to teach the Chinese how to make hypersonic missiles that would then be pointed at Americans. And so this this assisting of the Chinese Communist Party in doing the things they do has been enormously harmful for Americans uh, from a national security perspective. Of course, I don't believe we're going to go to war with China because I believe nuclear weapons makes that too terrible to contemplate either for us or for them. But that's why they've chosen to use our openness, globalization, the Internet to use our finance against us, to use trade against us, to use our internet against us, even to use our own movie uh, movie uh, industry and, and television industry against us. They're actually quite adept at using all elements of national power to create an advantage for them at, uh, and a disadvantage for us. We have got a great guest with us today. Robert Spalding joins us. Stealth War is the latest from him. And uh, what elements did you draw upon to develop this book, my friend? Well, really, it was it was drawn upon my last six years in the in the military and at uh, in Beijing and at the White House. Every I have essentially devoted my life since I found out this was going on to understanding as much as I could about business and finance and investment and. And, uh, and really everything uh, that China does to essentially use uh, the open system, the system that we built to promote democracy and dem- democratic values, to actually promote uh, a closed totalitarian vision of the world where you know a few rule a country uh, for their own benefit and the rest are essentially loyal subjects. That now China has always looked at you know the rest of the world as essentially an appendage to China. And so they seek to recreate uh, the time when China was dominant, and they're using all of the elements of openness to do that. We have got a great guest with us today. Robert Spaulding is with us. He has got a fantastic book, Stealth War, is the latest from him. Now, give us the profile of the typical reader who's going to love your book, my friend. Well, I would hope that if you work in a factory or used to work in a factory or you drive a truck or you uh, you teach, uh, you know, if you're if you if you have a salary and you're dependent on, you know, um, the that job for health care and, and a pension, because you're really talking about how we've lost that in America, how. You know, you know, when China came into the WTO, we lost 70 something thousand factories, 3.4 million manufacturing jobs, and then four to five jobs for each of those manufacturing jobs went away. So people lost their jobs, they lost their health care, they lost their retirement. I want an America where people can go to work, they can, they can send their kids to the colleges they want, they can have a home, they can really live the American dream. That's it. This book is about how do we reestablish that? in the face of this Chinese Communist Party onslaught. We've got Robert Spaulding with us today. He joins us today here on Build, Grow, and Enjoy, the BGE Radio Network out of Atlanta, GA. He has Stealth War, and uh, Robert is a retired uh, from the U.S. Air Force as a Brigadier General after more than 25 years of service. He's a former China strategist for the Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff and the Joint Staff. Uh, He is uh, just absolutely amazing. Um, What interested you in getting in to the U.S. Air Force? Oh, that's a great question. Uh, the movie Top Gun came out, and I said, wow. Awesome. <laughs> so rather than uh, peeling potatoes and having somebody yell at me, I could fly jets and 
ride motorcycles and chase girls. So I thought it was a it was a great uh, a great life, and it has turned out to be really wonderful. But in different ways, it's really taught me to appreciate America, to appreciate the Constitution, really the the, the values that we have in the country we have, and want to defend it, even uh, even though I've left the service. Well, bringing up the fact that you were uh, you were a Top Gun fan, what what, what do you make of the uh, new Top Gun movie that's coming out? Well, I'm really looking forward to coming out. I hope it says uh, as exciting the first one was, and I hope it stimulates a whole new uh, generation of patriots who want to go out and serve their country and and do great things for America. That's awesome. We have got Robert Spalding with us today. He joins us live here in a broadcast. He earned his doctorate in economics and mathematics from the University of Missouri and is fluent in Mandarin. Talk to me about your uh, degree uh, and your doctorate in economics and mathematics. Well, actually, yeah, I, I in, never intended to have a career in the Air Force. I was going to, uh, you know, go to Wall Street and make my fortune. You know, uh, the world changes, and I was, uh, you know, fortunate enough to be selected to go live in China for two years and study at a university in China. And they sent me to uh, the Defense Language Institute, uh, where I learned Chinese. And so I got became fluent in Mandarin uh, Chinese, and I lived in China for two years, and I really studied you know, business from a Chinese perspective, you know, and, um, and that's what my dissertation became about is, you know, how do, uh, how do uh, businessmen working in China uh, view risk, especially when there's a crisis that evolves between the U.S. and China. So it was really illuminating and, and it really set me up uh, well to be able to understand what was going on in our country and come up with some ideas to, to help things. Now, uh, compare and contrast the uh, the way that, that businessmen in China do business uh, compared to foreigners or po- folks from the United States coming in and doing business. Well, I, one of the things that you find um, in the research is that um, the risk, uh, the willingness to take risk is, is actually more prevalent in China. Uh, the Chinese really have a more of a group mentality and therefore um, we, as you as you look in different situations, they're more uh, willing to take risk. But I would tell you that the, one of the challenges of doing business in China is Chinese. Uh, the Chinese economy is not a market economy, and so uh, if you go over there as a foreigner to try to do business, it's nearly impossible to make a profit or to grow a business. And if you manage to make a profit or grow in a business, and at any point that can be taken away. I remember uh, one gentleman set up a factory to build. Uh, industrial voltmeters uh, had the factory running. The Chinese came to him and said, you can no longer import the fuses to build your voltmeters. And he said, well, if I don't use these volt, these fuses, people could die. And they said, well, you're going to have to use Chinese fuses. And so he ended up having to smuggle fuses into the country in order to keep his factory running. Now, that is just the kind of behavior that businessmen in, in China had to resort to in order to keep their, their business running because it's such a bad place to work and, and, and live from a business perspective if you want to if you want to do business we have got a great guest with us today robert spaulding joins us here on uh, the big big broadcast here on skype audio to discuss his book uh this book absolutely amazing uh he's put together uh, a lot of cool things with stealth war um talk to me a little bit about the cover of the book 
Well, the uh, the publisher helped come up with that. I think I really like it. It uh, it actually evokes the Chinese uh, com- the Chinese uh, communist flag, and it, it really the way that they place the letters in there really uh, makes you think of stealth. You know, being a stealth pilot. You know, I recognize the value of of doing things that are uh, imperceptible, and I think that's what uh, that's what the book cover evokes, and that's certainly what the Chinese Communist Party is executing. We have got a great guest with us today. Robert Spaulding joins us here on the uh, Skype audio to discuss his book, Stealth War. Now, talk to me about the placing Confucius Institutes and universities across the United States that serve to monitor and control Chinese students on campus and spread communist narratives to basically unsuspecting American students. Yeah, there's a there's this uh, false belief that Chinese uh, students come to America and, and get and soak up American values and American culture and American language. We have almost 400,000 Chinese students in our universities today. 152,000 of those are in STEM uh, education degrees. But we have so many students in our universities today that they tend to stay in clusters. The Chinese uh, the Confucius Institutes exists for the government to maintain. Uh, control over those students to ensure they don't become too Americanized. And the way they do that is by having the students report on each other when they do things that are uh, against what the Chinese Communist Party would want. So they they serve to monitor and control the students. They also serve to uh, uh, suppress speech. For instance, if a teacher is saying something about Taiwan that is against what the Chinese Communist Party wants, then the student, the Chinese student, will criticize the teacher and go to the administration and complain and sometimes get that teacher fired. Finally, wow. if all else fails and say, for instance, they want the Dalai Lama to come and speak, the, somebody from the embassy or the consulate will call the university professor and say, if you don't stop this, we're going to pull out all our Chinese students. Now, that immediately forces the uh, university into dire financial straits because each of these students are paying full tuition and so that becomes a an enormous financial leverage on the university administration to basically do whatever china wants in terms of suppression of speech or suppression of religion wow (laughs) how did you uh come across some of this in your research and uh all the different things how did you discover some of this well, I mean, so uh, I was uh, in the Pentagon in 2014, and a friend sent me a presentation that had been created by one of uh, the nation's top auditing firms, and it essentially uh, showed vignette after vignette of American companies being attacked uh, by the Chinese and then w- for their technology or intellectual property, and that's taken back to China. And so what I realized is, uh, as I was looking at this presentation, was there was a, an enormous campaign going on just uh, below the surface where nobody actually knew it. You know, the companies weren't, weren't forthcoming. And so that, that inspired me to look deeper and to figure out what are all the other things that they're doing. And so when you start on that path, that path of discovery, because you're, you, you, ha- you can begin to see patterns emerge that you didn't before, it leads you to ask questions. And, and you just as you continue to ask more and more questions, you begin to realize how deep this really goes. 
We have got a great guest with us today. Robert Spaulding joins us today here on Build, Grow, and Enjoy. Stealth War is the latest from him. How China took over while America's elite slept. And uh, Robert Spaulding is a China expert. He reveals the shocking success that China has had in basically infiltrating American institutions and compromising our national security. And he joins us today here on Skype Audio uh, to discuss this incredible, incredible book. Now, um, you offer in this book enormous sums uh, of information. Uh, one, of the, one of the things here is offering enormous sums to American experts who create investment funds that funnel technology to China. Uh, that stood out to me the most. Uh, expand on this, my friend. Yeah, so what they'll do is they'll target somebody that, um, say, has been a CEO in a technology firm in Silicon Valley or perhaps they sit on a board of a major technology corporation, uh, somebody that knows the United States, that knows the technology landscape, that will be easily recognizable to uh, people that may come in for you know uh, investment for a startup. And they say, look, we'll give you a billion dollars to start your own venture uh, capital fund. Now, of course, they get to earn 2% uh, on that as a, a, a main, as a administrative fee, and then 20% above, um, anything above 20%, they get to keep. And so it's a really good deal for them. And for the Chinese, it's a fantastic deal because now they have an industry insider that's picking and choosing the best technology to send back to China, both for their economic benefit, but also for their military benefit, since most of this technology today is, is dual-use economic and military. So it's, the be- it's, it's like having the best talent scout for technology in the world because that's what they are. Wow. Absolutely amazing. We have got Robert Spaulding with us today. He's a uh, U.S. Air Force retired brigadier general. He is the author of Stealth War, How China Took Over While America's Elite Slept. You can find it on Amazon. And uh, he is uh, retired from the U.S. Air Force's brigadier general after more than 25 years of service. And he joins us today here on Skype Audio, here on Build, Grow, and Enjoy, the BGE Radio Network out of Atlanta, GA, to discuss uh, this incredible, incredible book. Now, um... Talk to me about signing this 30-year agreement, the U.S., uh, that allows China to share peaceful nuclear technology, ensuring that they have access to American nuclear know-how. Uh, this is just a, a bombshell. Well, you know, it's it's one of those things where um, you get in government and as you're exposed to things, uh, your your eyes get open. So the one, two, three agreement, uh, it happened one day. I'm sitting in the Pentagon. I get this email uh, from the National Security State Council asking uh, whether the Joint Staff had any objections to the, you know, one, two, three agreement with China. And, of course, um, I didn't have, you know, time that day to look at it. But a week later, I had the chance to open up and read what the email said. And what I realized were we were about to re-sign a 30-year agreement to essentially give peaceful nuclear technology to China. And now that meant that a 30-year agreement had already come to pass and was expiring. In other words, we were going to give them everything that we knew about how to build a nuclear power plants. What I knew, though, was that the same engineers that worked on the AP-1000 Westinghouse reactor that we were going to sell to China were also working on 
naval nuclear reactors that we use for our submarines and our aircraft carriers and other ships. And I said, well, you know, this is a danger for the United States. This is actually something that we should probably not do. And so I, I wrote back and I said, actually, we object. And so there was a big meeting at the National Security Council uh, where essentially everybody was brought in to criticize the fact that uh, the Joint Staff was, uh, 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 you know, objecting to this uh, transfer of peaceful n- nuclear technology because we want to ch- transfer the know-how. Eventually, though, uh, the the military relented and gave the administration what they wanted. They re-signed the agreement, and, and uh, it's in effect today. We have got a great guest with us today, a very insightful guest, and uh, he joins us today, Stealth War, which is the latest from retired Air Force Brigadier General Robert Spaulding. He reveals China's motives and secret attacks on the West. He chronicles how leaders have failed to protect us from uh, from this basically over recent decades. He provides shocking evidence of some of China's most brilliant ploys, and uh, he joins us today here on Skype Audio to discuss this incredible, incredible book. Now, we've got a few moments left here with Robert, but uh, I, I, I want to cover s- some other concerns here. One concern you have um, isn't merely that America could lose its position in the world stage, but urgently the uh, Chinese Communist Party has a fundamental loathing of the legal protections America grants its people and seeks to create a world without those rights. Uh, break that down for us, my friend. Yeah, so it's really um, it's really quite easy. It's, it's about financial and economic relationships uh, that the Chinese Communist Party create, and then they use those to suppress our freedom. So there's a gentleman named Roy Jones. He's a mid-level employee of the Marriott Corporation, lived in Omaha, Nebraska, uh, was working in their media department, and he happened to like a tweet. He, you know, somebody uh, noticed that their website, the Marriott website, showed that Tibet was, uh, you know, a separate entity from China, so it had its own map. And somebody said, "Well, we, we really like that you that you um, showed Tibet on your website." And Roy Jones, not knowing any better, liked the tweet. Uh, the Chinese, some Chinese uh, Communist Party members in uh, Shanghai saw the, the fact that he had liked the tweet. It was brought to their attention. They called Marriott Corporation. They said, not only will you apologize, you will fire that employee immediately. And that's exactly, exactly what Marriott did. So that kind of act, behavior and activity that we would find abhorrent is going on around our country day after day. Absolutely amazing. It is a great guest with us today. Stealth War, the uh, latest from Brigadier General Robert Spaulding, retired Air Force Brigadier General Robert Spaulding. And he joins us today here on Skype Audio, here on Build, Grow, and Enjoy. Now, talk to us about your writing style uh, for this book. Do you have a particular writing style that you adhere to? Well, no, I I would say that my wife says that I write like an academic, so that's a great reason I had a co-writer for this book, and uh, and his his voice will come through uh, really clear. And you know, I was I was just fortunate to work with him. Seth Kaufman is a is a great writer, and and I think it's a joy. The book's a joy to read. We have got a great guest with us today. He joins us live. Now, um, as we wrap up here, how do people find you online, social media, websites? How do they do this? Yeah, I uh, have a Twitter uh, handle, Robert 
underscore Spalding. It's S-P-A-L-D-I-N-G. Uh, the book's going to be available on October 1st uh, in all major retailers. And I hope you, uh, I hope, hope your uh, listeners enjoy it. Well, it is a fantastic read. I appreciate you making time for us today. Thanks for coming on and uh, giving us some insight to this book, my friend. Thank you. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. There he goes. Robert Spaulding, the uh, author of Stealth War. He is retired Air Force Brigadier General Robert Spaulding, and uh, he joined us today here on Build, Grow, and Enjoy. And uh, check us out each and every week on BGE, the BGE Radio Network. It's Build! It's Grow! And Enjoy. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.